Auto Line Daily is brought to you by Bridgestone, passion for excellence. Dow Automotive Systems, innovations for clean powertrain solutions. And by Hyundai. Experience the 2011 Hyundai Sonata today at HyundaiSonata.com. Hello there. That's right. It's time for another installment of AutoLine Daily. It's Thursday, January 27th, 2011. In case you haven't been paying attention, I'm the auto extremist, Peter DiLorenzo. McElroy Company are in Washington, D.C. lobbying Congress for shorter working hours on press trips and more frequent flyer miles. Nah, I'm just kidding. As you know, they're actually down there for the auto show, although they probably will be rubbing elbows with some bigwigs on Capitol Hill. We'll hear more from John when he goes live today at noon Eastern. And remember, you can watch the webcast in real time on our website, autolinedetroit.tv. But enough shameless promotion, let's get to the news. Talk about an embarrassment of riches. Vehicle sales have improved so much that automakers are having a hard time keeping up with demand. Earlier this week, we reported that Ford is shutting down its Dearborn truck plant for a week because of parts shortages, and now the problem is spreading. According to Bloomberg, BMW and Volkswagen are also struggling to keep pace. In fact, at the end of the month, VW will be forced to halt production at its factory in Wolfsburg, Germany, due to a lack of components. As McElroy mentioned on Tuesday, the root of the problem lies with suppliers. During the Great Recession, they had to slash production drastically. Now that business is finally improving, they're having a hard time ramping back up. This may be a big problem for the industry, but at least people are buying cars again, and that is a very good thing. In case you haven't noticed, more and more technology is showing up in cars, from voice activation to satellite navigation to internet access. Today's vehicles are loaded with electronics. To keep all of those circuits pumping, GM has built a special signal testing facility. It claims this gigantic laboratory, which is large enough to house a truck, is the first of its kind in the world. 103 individual probes are mounted on a piece of hardware resembling half of the Gateway Arch in St. Louis. The data GM collects from tests in here is used to optimize satellite antenna design and placement on its vehicles. What does that mean for you? Well, it should keep the XM radio and OnStar services working, no matter where you drive. In an effort to boost sales in the U.S., Volvo will cut some models from its lineup. According to Bloomberg, the company currently sells nine models in the U.S., but Doug Speck, the head of Volvo in the U.S., says they want to trim it down to five or six. Smart move, by the way, Doug. Volvo has already decided to discontinue the V50, but it's still in the process of reviewing which other models to cut. In the meantime, the company will mainly focus on the S60, XC60, and XC90 in the American market. And to help get the word out about its products, it launched a marketing campaign earlier this week and plans to spend more this quarter in marketing than it did all last year. One of the criticisms of electric vehicles is what to do with lithium ion batteries once they need to be replaced. Throwing them into a landfill doesn't do much to help the environment. In response to that problem, Tesla announced it has launched a battery recycling program in Europe with a Belgian company, Umicore. The battery pack will be recycled into an alloy that can be refined to make cobalt, nickel, and other metals. From there, Umicore can turn the cobalt into lithium cobalt oxide 
which can be resold to battery makers. Also, one of the byproducts can be used for special grade concretes. Umicor says its technology cuts CO2 emissions by 70% during recycling. Coming up next, I, yes, I respond to your questions and comments in the You Said It segment. And let me tell you, it isn't pretty. Introducing Bridgestone's third generation of run-flat tires with groundbreaking new Bridgestone technologies. Bridgestone run-flat tires offer improved ride comfort, lower rolling resistance, and improved wear while giving you the peace of mind and comfort you need. Here we go. Every day we get inundated with questions and comments from you, our faithful audience. You said it gives John, or in this case, me, an opportunity to respond. So today I'm renaming it, You Asked For It. First up, Jim commented on my GM remarks from yesterday. He said, I guess Ackerson won't be appearing on Autoline after hours anytime soon. Probably not, but you just never know, now do you? My words also caught the attention of Kit Gerhardt, who commented, I don't know much about Ackerson, but I hope he's not as bad as you think, Peter. Somehow, GM has been able to come up with some good product in spite of the constant management shakeups. I hope that will continue. I hope that continues too, Kit. GM has tremendously talented people throughout the organization. It's up to the true believers to see that things don't get screwed up by Lieutenant Dan. Our friend in Florida, Pedro Fernandez, likes the idea of vehicle communications. He wrote, if car-to-car -car communication is able to tell the jerk-off behind you to back off or lower his high beams, or to tell the guy that almost hit you for not having his lights on at night, then I'm all for it. We'll see where this leads, but I'm not at all optimistic that this development will be a universal good thing. Lex, or is it L-E-X, is puzzled by Honda, and frankly, so am I. He had this to say. What is up with the Honda Design Studio? The new Civic is just a minor facelift to the old one. That is one of the great mysteries of the business right now, Lex. Honda has lost its mojo, and it's not looking like they're going to find it anytime soon. T.J. Martin also enjoyed yesterday's commentary on GM, and he's equally not happy with Sergio Marchione. He wrote in, Two big th thumbs up on your GM Ackerson appraisal. Now please do the same with Marchione and his insane business tactics, like dumping the 5-speed Fiat 500 on us and the rebadged Dodge Journey on the EU and UK. It's time both of these egomaniacs get their due. TJ, I've held Sergio's feet to the fire on numerous occasions, and I will continue to do so when the situation warrants it. I don't see the launch for the 500 being smooth in the least. As a matter of fact, it's already problematic. There's trouble brewing there. Finally, Bob in Atlanta, not to be confused with the other Bob, commented, the Italians perfected car-to-car -car communication long ago. Hand gestures for every occasion. Well said, Bob, and so true. As always, thank you for your questions and comments. We usually appreciate them. And with that, we've reached the end of the road for today's episode of AutoLine Daily. Check out our website, AutolineDetroit.tv, for our live coverage of the Washington, D.C. Auto Show, which starts at noon Eastern today, probably very shortly, in fact. We'll also be doing after hours from the nation's capital as well, so check that out at its normal time. Once again, I'm Peter DiLorenzo, the one and only auto extremist. Thanks for watching. I'll see you tomorrow.